0: Welcome, welcome. This week Diceratops presents part 3 of Born to Frun. Our new Dungeons & Dragons tale. Frun and Randy befriended some ogre brothers who are hunting a stolen owlbear, but now the owlbear has turned up with a young human girl at its side. Will the new friendship survive? Our players are Stephen Youngblood as Randy Dwarf, Jared Baker as Frun Grothild, and I'm Morgan Davey, the Dungeon Master. Let's Dungeon some Dragons. Okay, so welcome back to another session of D&D. We are playing Born to Front and it's episode 3 and I am Morgan David, your dungeon master. I am here with playing Front Grothild it's Jared Baker. Hello. <laughs> and playing Randy the hill dwarf it's Stephen Youngblood.
1: Uh, yes it is.
0: Hello. Wonderful. Welcome, welcome. So we'll uh we'll dive right into it. We left Front and Randy, in, a, um, in the middle of an intense situation on the side of a campfire, as a young girl had approached seeking food of some kind, then a great big owlbear came bounding up after her, whereupon the ogres that you were sharing the campfire with leapt up because that owlbear was the one that they had been hunting for. And they called out, grab it. And the girl called out, no, don't, please don't. And Frun, do you, do you remember, Jared, what Frun said to finish off last time?
1: so well go on I you were just telling us before it was,
2: <laughs>
0: it was maybe, maybe maybe we should talk about this something yeah. along it those was, lines yeah,
2: maybe we should talk about this always all right. that's
0: been made <laughs> um yeah the merch all right well before we kick into uh, initiative roles and some such let's begin with a uh, persuasion check on behalf of fron um or okay. indeed an, an intimidate check if that's the angle that you want to take um but you're obviously trying to make some kind of impression so
2: yeah intimidation is is um is is probably um is probably my uh, friend's best opportunity and mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent his his inclination so'll <laughs> <laughs> i um go with that right so. Ooh, 11
0: 11 so fron's voice rings out and um the ogres uh they are not slowing down as um from your your hopes for a simple resolution or even a pause to find some resolution to this uh almost instantly dashed as the ogres start um swarming out to react to this albia the albia is leaping over the girl to interpose itself between the ogres and the girl and you and the girl um its beak is uh out and gnashing around and it. its four claws are starting to slice the air uh it's going to be an initiative role so um based on all of our initiative roles that we uh, Cleverly made just beforehand. <laughs> Randy is going to be stepping up first. So, um, Randy, if this is the situation. What are you going
1: to do? Well, Randy's obviously fairly confused by the whole thing. Um, first, a young woman, young young lady. um, presumes is it's a young lady. Humans baffle yeah. him. Um, uh, approach and asking for some food, and so he's reached into his bag to see if he can grab some some jerky or, or other fine meat, uh, and then people just start attacking. So. I I think he thinks it's he's going they're going for the girl. So uh Randy jumps up to um defend the girl um and maybe starts running straight at the Albear. Um
0: okay. Yep.
1: Uh so Randy gets out his um uh, he's running towards the albear and um uh goes in to sort of just stand in between the Albeer and Albear and the girl. Okay. To try and sort of create a, a dwarven shield
0: excellent okay you can you can absolutely do that the owlbear, um it seems much more concerned with uh with the ogres as you approach it does turn towards you and its claws come out um the girl uh kind of runs almost to meet you and grabs hold of your arm and says don't hurt it
1: don't hurt it don't worry, I'll, I'll keep you safe, little girl. You'll be safe with Randy. Excellent. Would you like a kitten? Here you go. <laughs> and uh, for an ac- ace's action, Randy reaches out and gets the little girl a kitten. Wonderful.
0: To keep her um, calm. I, so uh, the girl is kind of juggling this kitten with surprise. Her face is looking looking very worried. Um, so Randy, you're, you're basically in a protective position now. If any trouble is coming her way, I come to you first. You get kind of first right of reply. Got um, it. So Fran, you are next in our initiative order. So um, intimidating has not stemmed the tide of trouble here. What's your next move?
2: Okay. My, my next move is to, uh, is to run next, next to Randy and instead, instead of um, in- intimidating, but I have, you know, I do, I do have my um, quarter staff. I hold it up blocking and say, how much are you being paid?
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Is this, is this to block them between the ogres and the owlbear? Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: I've, I've read it's, it's an owlbear. I don't, I don't know. Do they, do they get paid? Are they, are they like creatures of commerce? I don't Hello, mm-hmm. Owlbear, are you, what are you getting paid? Is it a better gig than, you know, being attacked by ogres? I just, this is a weird situation for me.
0: <laughs> okay, so, Fran, I'm giving you. I'm. I'm basically letting you have have a um, combating action ready as you wait as they approach you there. So you've planted yourself in between the ogres and the albeit royal. The um, the big brother of the ogre brothers is kind of stalking towards you, and says, it's, "It's not about the money. It's about our reputation." Now, I suggest you get out of the way. This is the only warning. He's he's not um, he's not currently armed, but he reaches into um, uh, this kind of pouch on his belt and he pulls out a long coil of a rope, um, very fine-looking rope that has a little lasso on the end of it. Get out of the way.
2: Okay, front in front of him um, is going to conjure a flaming sphere uh, directly in front of us. That is a that is a five-foot uh, yeah. sphere just just conjuring it at this stage. So just mm-hmm. putting it in between us. Cool. And you can control its movement as well, can't you? That's right, so, yeah. Okay. Because
0: that's exactly what you need to do is Royal um, sees this come up and he, he kind of leaps sideways to get around it. And you're able to just swerve that sphere, keep it in front of him. Yep. Um, he, he falls back a little bit. He eyes you up. This is not the kind of trouble you want, mate. I Thought we had a good thing going. It's no business of yours. As he's saying this, his brothers are starting to spread out to find other positions from which they can they can get a an angle on this owl Um So Royal holds up the other ogres; they're kind of spreading out to get into some kind of position. Uh, the girl who's right behind you, um, Randy, you can see she's kind of stroking this this kitten carefully, and um, she just says, "You've." I don't know, I don't know why it came. I told it to wait in the forest, but it just came. You've got to get it out of here.
1: Look, I mean, that's not very kind. His name's Front. I mean, he's, yes, he, he's a, he's a half orc, so he's half human, but I mean, I've known this guy for a long time. It is it is a, is a, is a person with feelings, little girl. Um, please refer to him as Fran, um, you know, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: Okay, the little girl um, takes a, takes on board what you have said and then calls out to the albier, don't hurt the half-orc, don't hurt him. And Fran, you kind of glance over your shoulder and the, the beak of the albier is perilously close behind you and it doesn't look, like it looks quite savage and monstrous and bestial. This is the kind of creature that roams through the forest causing all kinds of mayhem, killing cattle and sheep and so forth the kind of thing that sometimes the rangers will be set out to capture or destroy and it's right at your back and you're trying to look at keep track of all these other things with this monster (laughs) behind you but for whatever reason it does not attack you it's you can feel its hot owlish breath but um you're not being attacked right now um we're going back to you randy so you can see that the the girl is at your side it's pretty obvious now that neither the ogres nor the albia are trying to uh, do any damage to her um but those ogre brothers are not pinned in by the fireplace and and they are kind of hopping around each of them is pulling out ropes with a little loop on the end of it
1: well this is just really uh, i mean Randy sort of looks around. He sees the little girl behind him. She's obviously terrified. There's an owlbear who, I mean, yes, they're vicious creatures, but they're also just like creatures, just roaming the jungle and all these guys just starting to get up on them. And Randy has a real strong sense of natural justice and seeing this unfold, just like this white rage closes down over his eyes. And the next thing you know, everything goes black. Um, He opens his eyes and, and the fire's gone out and, 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 and I think he's, he's quite surprised by that because he doesn't know how, but for whatever reason the fire's out and it's just a lot darker. Nice. Um, but now Randy can see.
0: Ah, cool. So there is still, um, one fiery source of light at the moment, which is the, the small flaming sphere mm. that is currently perched right in front of the ogre. Um, everything else is, is cast into, um, deep shadow as that firelight just plays against this monstrous ogre lighting him from below as his betusked face glares at Frun. Um, he's uh, yeah, he's looking he's looking pretty unhappy with how things are going. Randy, was there anything else that you wanted to do at this stage or shall we move on to Frun?
1: Uh, yeah, no, so um, he's, he's obviously quite emboldened but sort of stranged out at the same time or weirded out is probably the, the phrase that, that exists. Um, he pulls out his longbow and just, just notches an arrow and points it at Royal.
0: Okay. Frun, uh, you are basically locked eyes with Royal. The, that ogre, he's a lot bigger than the other ones, and he's a lot smarter. He's, he's a pretty savvy character, this one, for sure. And you can see that he's been sizing you up all day, and his sizing up of the situation is continuing, but he's still backing himself. He, um, you notice his eyes flick over to take in the threat from Randy over on the side, um, but he just kind of squares his shoulders. So it's your action. What are you going to do?
2: <laughs> okay. Well, um, again, Fran um, is is pretty keen to to um, you know to 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 avoid. You know, the situation is already escalating, uh, but it says. It's clear the owlbear belongs to the girl. Your, her, you know, her, her claim precedes yours. We need to stand down or at least talk about this.
0: That creature belongs to Sir Mikhail. Belongs in a zoo. Shouldn't be out here. That girl should never have loosed it. We're here to bring it back. I don't like to leave a job unfinished. And I don't intend to. It'd be
2: a shame if harm came to, to, to either of your brothers. It'd be a shame if harm came to you. I've faced harm. It'd be a
1: shame if harm came to me.
0: <laughs> you hear from the, from the other side of the Albia, um, Fargus is like,
2: yeah, and me. <laughs>
0: well, um, yeah, it turns out he, he can speak a little bit of common.
2: <laughs> ah, a <that> jerk. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do this, if you like it or not. Okay, well, I've still, I've still, we've still got the the um the the flaming sphere. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's you cool. always take your time, and let the arrow <coughs> <Yeah>. looses. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yep, yep. Um, so so Randy Randy lets loose his arrow at Royal, um, cool. and it, it sails over Franz's um, uh, head um, and goes for uh, fifteen.
0: AC fifteen. That's yep. easily enough to hit Royal. What damage does your arrow do
1: oh, uh, it does uh, six damage six damage okay. you talk too much friend you need to fight more
0: all right um, so the the arrow um, kind of bounces against uh, royals royal 's clothes it doesn 't do much more than a, a scratch on, but he doesn 't like it. he turns over to you and growls full tusk growl at you and his eyes go bigger and read a front um you can take the rest of your action now because all you've been doing so far is, is talking what do you do
2: i turn around and and point a hand at fargus mm-hmm. and uh and whole a, a hold person nice at him okay uh so he needs to make a wisdom save dc14
0: mm-hmm. dc14 wisdom save i roll a 19 crazy Ooh. fargus of all people um manages to to dodge the magic that you invoke Wise old Fargus. Wise Fargus. Yeah, he's, he does have a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Royal, It's Royal's turn. Now, you've got this this fire right in place. I think um, Royal's still weary of, of walking into the fire. Um, so he is going to call out to his brothers, Catch it! Catch it now! And each of the other three loose their lassos and try to catch this owlbear. Um, three out of three of these lessos all catch on to the limbs of the owlbear and the ogres grab hold and wrap the rope around their, their forearms and pull it tight and between the, the three of them they're crossing the owlbear in place so suddenly it's finding it much much harder to move, it's a really strong beast, it's able to pull against one of the ogres and make him lose his footing but then the others get it pulled in a different way, it's It's suddenly squawking and and hooting with discomfort. Um, Its turn comes up in the order. I think it's just going to try and break free of one of them, and it fails its strength roll to do so. It's just being held in place. The young girl behind you, Randy, um, just breaks cover, sprints past you, and gets to one of these ropes and grabs onto it and somehow she's got a little knife just like a little sharp kitchen knife basically she wraps her body around it and starts sawing at this rope which is taut and as the albeas pulls her whole body is swinging back and forth she gets scraped along the ground it's obviously causing her a bit of um bit of injury as she does it but she's determined she's going to slice this rope um the ogre that's holding the other end of the rope you think it's it was loomis is um just yelling at her and ogreish. so a lot of stuff's happening all at once the owlbear is stuck all of a sudden we come back to you randy and then fran what are you going
2: to do i am going to i'm going to cast. Uh, burning hands, across, mm. but at the ropes.
0: Um, so you you start to invoke this magic, Randy. What are you going to do while um while Fran brings down the power of the gods to burn some ropes?
1: All right, I'm gonna um oh, this is this is impressive. This is gonna be this is gonna be amazing, right? So so <laughs> Randy um looks to Fargus mm-hmm. and who's holding the rope against the albe his are really tight and yeah. taut. So he Randy leaps onto the rope, yeah. and uh, strap runs. Uh, towards Fargus, <laughs> yeah, with his and um, putting his bow away at the same time as yep. grabbing out his great axe, and um, leaps up and uses the flat of the blade to knock him out.
0: Awesome! All right, now Fargus is—he's—he's he's the smallest of the ogres, but he is still an ogre, so you're going to have to do pretty well. Let's have a big um, battleaxing roll. Um, Jared, have you looked up your um, your burning hands effects? So yeah,
2: that. well, uh, burning hands shoots flames in a fifteen foot cone for twelve oh, right. damage. So I'm um, just aiming for that space. i mm-hmm. um, obviously not covered by yeah. a small girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I rank- think I think
0: um, you could probably get two of those of those ropes. Yeah, that's, um, that's that was the hope. Nice. So so so,
1: re- so what seems to happen is that yep. um one of the ropes the rope that Randy was running along yep. caught on fire yep. and he fell down and missed most of his shot. Um because he rolled <laughs> a three, which is about it, which gives him takes the score up to ten. Yep. They he does get a second attack, so he sort of on his from his knees stands up right and brings the the axe up under Fargus' chin. Right. Um for eighteen. Oh.
0: Okay. So let's recap a little bit. Fran unleashes this burst of fire from his hands, which catches the um, ropes. One of the ropes has a dwarf bounding along it as it catches fire and the the flame is like just... Um, running behind your feet and it, it makes you lose your position. You go down, but recover. Slam up Fargus. He's still holding onto the rope, but he reels back in discomfort. His eyes go big. It's really clear he doesn't want to fight you. The others might be keen, but this is this is not something that he is looking forward to doing. Not least because he's been singing songs with you all day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, from your your magic was effective. All those ropes are burning now. They haven't snapped yet, but they're not going to be able to last for too much longer with this kind of punishment. Um, So unless uh, Royal can produce kind of a a bucket of water sometime soon, that's going to take, um, have some effect pretty shortly. So speaking of Royal, I think he is, he is up now. He, uh, he looks at you. I don't know why you're insisting on making this hard for yourself. Do you know what's wrong with you interfering? And he leaps through the, um, the flaming sphere that you have in place. What does he need to do to, to get through
2: that? Does he just take some damage? Yeah, he just takes some damage, so um, it's, it stops, stops moving and I think dissipates then. Thin. Um, cool. seven, 7 damage or 4 damage if he makes a dexterity save, but given he's deliberately going through us,
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he can take that full damage. Yep. Um, good. Okay, so he um, just powers through that that fire and that kind of evaporates around him, is crushed. And so now the only source of light that you have is the burning on the ropes. And um, so he kind of looms through the darkness towards you you see these two mighty hands closing in as he's trying to grab hold of you and grapple you Fran. so i'm going to give him a grappling roll and he only rolls a six so even with his bonus that's not going to be enough for you um so yeah fran how do you how do you kind of react to this this attack what do you do immediately to get out of the way (laughs)
2: So, so his, uh, I guess, his, uh, um, his grappling role. He tries to tries to grapple, and Fron is a is a pretty like fighter. It's not, you know, he's capable of what it's not, but it, but it, but it's not really his thing. So, it's not exactly a judo move that he uses to get <laughs> to, to 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 um to to get out um out. But it is sort of is for you know two relatively large humanoids trying to trying to wrestle. Yeah um basically steps um steps past um royal and puts a foot out oh nice and 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 pushes him hard in the back um well he... with a, with a leg in front of his his legs
0: all right all right um how about you give me a uh, dexterity roll we'll have a post dexterity rolls to see how effective this manoeuvre is going to be uh, 13 At 13 you out outstyle him in the dexterity um it's yeah, he loses his he loses his footing a little bit. He goes over you, and suddenly he's tipping down um, right into the flailing claws of of this albia, and he's approaching it not in a position where he's dominant and able to grab hold of it. He's looking for balance, and suddenly this beak is right in his face. Um, Meanwhile, Tilda is continuing to slice at the rope. I'm just giving her a little chance to snap it, but she doesn't manage yet. Loomis is pulling hard and trying to shake her off or give her a chance to not be shaken off. Well, oh, she rolls really well for that. She's, she's pretty determined, holding on tight. Um, over on the other side, uh, Bontz and Fargus are holding onto these flaming ropes and aren't entirely sure of the best way to deal with that situation. Um, they're just trying to keep the Albia under control and, in fact, pull it away from their boss. I'll give... Um, bonce a chance to do that and save royal from an attack come on bonce oh he's not going to be able to do it in time um he's hauling against this owlbear, which is straining to get at royal um and uh he he can't do it he his feet slip and the bear just closes in on royal and comes at him with beak and claws and the beak just slashes against royal and takes a, a good chunk out of his shoulder um, Royal uh, grits his teeth, he doesn't even yelp, but he doesn't like that kind of pain. Um, Bont says something in Ogreish that's kind of apologetic. Uh, Fargus, right in front of you, um, Randy, he's you can see the rope is kind of slipping a bit through his hands because he doesn't want to get any closer to you while the LB is pulling on him. He's not pulling on it, he's just looking at you, w- worried, and is not sure what exactly to do. You're he's he's not kind of his morale isn't entirely broken, but. He's in a vulnerable, 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 vulnerable spot right now. So, um, after all of those things are going on through the years, uh, parts of the initiative round, we come back to you, Randy. What are you going to do?
1: I look at Fargus, Yeah. Who's who's looking at me, trying not to look at me, and I pick up my great axe. Yeah. And I twirl it around so that I get the the handle of it. And I pummel it in his stomach for the first attack and then flat hand it back into his face for the second.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: And then I wink. First I (laughs) wink and then I do that. First attack is uh, for 16. The second is for a crit. Oh
0: my goodness. He goes down. Vargas just goes down in a heap. Uh, you you clonk him sideways, and he he lets go of the rope. Um, just he collapses. He's down. You can turn and take in the rest of the situation as these um, other two ogres are trying desperately to keep the albier under control, but it's not going so well for them. Uh, Fran, you're up. What are you going to do?
2: Okay, my uh, quarter staff. I get back in both hands and smash it down against the ground. And and I yell, "Stop this nonsense!" And as I do it, I um I cast daylight, um and a sixty foot sphere of 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 uh, of brightness, um, yeah, fixed about ten feet above the uh, the um Albear's head, yeah, appears.
0: Give me another intimidate roll with advantage.
2: It's a nineteen.
0: Ooh. The daylight shining down out of the the darkness. There was just like a little bit of fire on these little ropes. That was the only illumination. Everything was just happening in shadows. And then suddenly your voice and the light from on high, it's so bright. The ogres look away and the ones that are conscious look away and um, royal kind of screams scrambles back from the, the Albia which is scraping towards him trying to, to get hold of him as best it can the Albia isn't stopping but Royal kind of scrambles back right past you front the Albia is straining and, and its claws are furiously going but it pauses alongside you um, the rope one of the ropes that was holding it snaps as Tilda gets through with the knife over there. So now it's only been held by one and it easily outstrengths that ogre. It pulls free and whirls around the remnants of the rope still burning, uh, kind of slapping against your side front and you, Randy, as well, see this whirling albia and then it, it does this strange kind of growling, howling, hooting noise into the sky. It's ugulating uh, and bizarre And the ogres, the brothers, are all falling back a little bit. Royal, um, he's still on his backside and he looks up at you. (sighs) All right, then. Not this time. But you'll see us again, mate. Not if we kill you here. Don't even try it.
1: What, you think you'd win?
0: I think we might. He takes to his feet. But maybe we'll save that dice game for another night, eh? Brushes himself down. Come on, boys. He backs away from you without losing eye contact they they're carrying um carrying fargus and here they just kind of disappear out into the into the dark night the (laughs) albia falls down onto onto all fours again and kind of it's making these big huffing noises through its beak and with shoulders moving it walks over to where the girl is and kind of curls around behind her and then looks over at you
1: Randy walks up to front, pats him on the bank and says, "Well, we'll never see them again."
2: Yeah, we did yeah. very well. Let's let's hope we don't. I um.
1: Yep, I'm very confident that that is the last we will see of those ogre brothers. Did you see how well we beat them? Ha! We, we and basically... front, you fought well. Turns Thanks. out, turns out you your your clearing powers have gotten even better as a ranger. Um, which I thought was strange because you know you're a ranger but now you believe in God again which is great or, yeah right? um, there was a big sun did you see the sun and we're all done making the fire go out it's, that was it's awesome
2: still there the fu- making the fire go out
1: yeah that was that was that was pretty cool stuff because you know I can see in the dark so mm.
2: thanks it is it is pretty weird that the whole
0: campfire that you spent a lot of time building up into quite a big fire is, is gone
1: it's just out mm. um,
2: let's why don't we talk to the girl Slightly unusual to be out in the wilderness with an owlbear, isn't it? Do you Did you see any... me
1: fighting, little
0: girl? That do was you have pretty any impressive. food? She's got a kitten on her shoulder. Do you have any food?
1: Yes, I, 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 I probably do. And Randy um, reaches into his backpack and pulls out the cup of endless kittens, looks at it, puts it back, <laughs> <laughs> grabs out one of his um dwarven flatbreads um, that he and Fran. Her eyes uh, go big made. she yeah, says, this um, isn't
0: gonna break my teeth, is it?
1: Oh oh, would you like some <laughs> uh, here you go yeah you can have some <laughs>
0: she eagerly eats it. she's obviously been been pretty hungry for a long time um as as she does so the the light has gone out now it's it's completely dark, it's cold um so the daylight's gone, the big campfire's gone the um, burning ropes are no longer burning. It's, I think both of you are able to see in, in darkness, so it's not upsetting you terribly much, but um, it's, not, it's not exactly a nice, cozy campfire either. But you then there see.
1: is. <laughs> and Randy looks around and, and Fran and says, Oh, thanks, Fran. Uh, I, I didn't even see you say a prayer that time. That was brilliant. Well the, girl, the girl is talking through a mouthful of
2: food.
0: You're some kind of fire magician.
1: Oh, he's all kinds of magician. This guy's a he's a he's a he's a, a monster fighting yep. magician. He's yep. a he's a like a, a religious magician, he's like a healing magician, he's like he fights zombies as a magician. This one time we were on this like this. Weird I didn't like the fire, spot. Oh no, he also he's also a very modest magician. It's okay. You can tell like him. I, I'm told you're in a magician. I
2: was going already. to no, look I don't just uh, I'm not interested in I'm not into taking credit for anything that I didn't do. Also because, you know, things that happen when we don't know why they happened, uh sometimes aren't always positive.
1: Well then it's a mystery. And he just sort of pulls out another dwarf flatbread and toasts it over the fire to melt the cheese. <laughs> Let's get the sauce bubbling. Yeah, you should try it hot. It's even better.
0: Oh, she um she copies you. Thanks for trying to protect me. Don't need that much help, really. I look after myself pretty good.
1: You do a very good job with that that, that, that little knife and the owl bear. We we just don't like bullies.
2: Well, again, back to what 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 is the story with the owl bear? What's the what's well,
1: going when on? A, when an owl and a bear love each other very much, um, then sometimes they, you know, fascinated to know how this is going to go. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on if like, if it's, if it's a big bear and a little owl, but like, or a, or a big owl and a little bear, but usually sometimes when after they've, you know, finished coupling, um, an owl bear comes out and then it's like, is it, a, is, does it come from an egg? Is it a live birth? I mean, I don't know. I've never really seen it, but, um, I've heard that you know it's not a comfortable position uh, if it's a if it's a if the owl is the mum, you know, because bears are big.
0: Well, you but seem you seem to know a lot more about owlbears bears than the people at the zoo. They seem to think that none of them's none of them's ever been born in captivity.
1: Oh, captivity—that doesn't sound very nice.
0: Well, that's right. That's exactly right. He's been he's been just. Kept all chained up for. He, he shouldn't be chained up. He shouldn't be. He was just calling. He was so unhappy. So I thought I'd uh, thought I'd help him get home. That's all. That's all I'm doing.
2: And and where where is where is home for 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 our owl Bear? I mean, I guess. Well, it's um, it's a place called Titan Hill. You heard of it? It's down on the moor.
1: What a coincidence! Well, we,
2: we do happen to be going that way.
1: We are also going to the moor. Oh well. what about you? Where's your home? Are you also from the Moor? Uh
0: yep. Yeah, I am.
1: Cool. So your parents are waiting for you there. You're yeah, lovely, they, your loving you're loving parents. Are, yeah, Your caring, loving parents who are probably worried about where you are.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see them again. It's been a it's been a good long time. They'll be really pleased to see me.
1: Did, why did they send you on a mission to free an owlbear on your own, like with just a butter knife? That seems strange.
0: Oh, well, my, my dad brave. has been uh, he's been training to me to be an adventurer since I was since I was really young. So, um, he's he's really good at going on adventures himself, and he just told me that it was time for me to go and do one by myself. So, I went off, and um, that's what I did. And he's going to be so proud that I've I've been able to pull off my first great adventure all by myself, and I come back and. I've rescued a poor creature from captivity and, and let it go free to its home. I think um, my mum and my dad will just have a little... They'll make a, probably bake a cake for me, I'd
1: say. Ah, his cakes Great. are an excellent oh, um... reward. If there's one thing I know about um, First Adventures, it is that you should definitely complete them on your own. So... um you didn't do very well tonight, but you've still got a way to go to the moors. So uh, yeah,
2: this is a story that makes total sense, and I'm sure it will not end badly for any of us.
1: Let's go. Oh no, it sounds kind of it sounds kind of bad, but she's adventuring, so How good luck, little girl. You, by the way, I mean, I'm 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 a dwarf. I'm pretty old.
2: Um, oh, and I didn't catch your name. Sorry, that little. I know you, Randy. Oh, I was I was speaking um, to to our, our our new friend here. Not the Albear, the other one. I'm I'm
0: 15, she says. Uh, Fran, you've got a pretty good sense of how humans age, and there's no way she is
1: 15. She might be 11 or 12, maybe. Right. Maybe younger. 15 sounds like a like an age a human girl might be, in which case, good luck. Randy, shall we? Wait, I'm Randy. Fran, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> And what's your name? I'm Fran. No, I'm Randy. Oh dear.
0: Oh, um, my name's Tild. She says, and as soon as she says it, um, her eyes go a little bit big and, um, she says, uh, um, Tilly. My name's Tilly.
1: Yeah. Nice to meet you. Tild. uh, Tilly, Tilly, Tilly. Nice Tilly. to meet you. Yeah. I'm Randy. I'm a hill dwarf. I come from the hill dwarf region and, uh, I'm here with Fran, who is a half-orc, who is not a dwarf, as you may have known, because he does not have a beard—a cool beard like me.
2: We're we are heading uh, towards the moor as well,
1: um, and we're on a very see, secret just case, mission.
2: Just in case those ogres come back,
1: let's not talk so much about the mission. All right, we're let's, not we just, on a secret mission for the Ravens. We are not,
2: um, and you know why don't why don't we, just in case those ogres come back, um, just head with you to the moor. Just, just just you know
1: oh yes it'll be a fun we'll have a fun party I can teach you some fun dwarven songs my uh, can teach you how to pray
0: I don't know that that's a good idea I can I can probably make pretty good time just staying off the trail with um, with my friend here and and you've been really kind and sharing this. She looks over to the edge of the firelight where you can see these great big yellow eyes, kind of reflecting all of the firelight in it. You can't even see the rest of the creature; just these eyes hanging in the darkness, like in a like in a children's book. And um, she says, "I'll I'll be fine. I'll I'll be just fine. Are you gonna Are you gonna press it?" Looking at her, you can also see that she's she's like got lots of scrapes and cuts on her. She's obviously been um, she got a bit hurt in that battle. She's obviously um, kind of hurt herself just. Superficially and other parts of whatever's been going on with her. Yeah, she's she's obviously hungry and is kind of looking around for some more some more food from you, Randy. I don't know how good you are at picking up the the uh, body language
1: there because she's not no, she's not verbalising it. Uh, he's he's it. not. He, but yeah. he does reach into his bag and pull out two more dwarven flatbreads, one yeah. for her each hand. <laughs> Just keeps touching them. Yeah, she she's looking with big eyes, but she doesn't ask for them. Front,
2: uh, Ra- Randy, do you want to? <laughs> Do you want to give her some food? And in the meantime, I, oh, um, I give I, her a bread. still is not going to reach out and, um, and touch someone it doesn't know, but still, but still, we'll, but we'll go from a distance, um, and, uh, use healing word and heal, mm-hmm. uh, six hit points.
0: She's so distracted by the food um, that she doesn't, she doesn't even notice it's happening. She just, you can see like little cuts closing up on her and her, her body mm. straighten up and she feels a lot better and a lot happier. And she's eating um, and she just gets a lot more animated, a little burst of energy. And, and she starts um, asking you, Randy, asking you some questions about, I think she's most interested in the food right now. She asks you about the food and how it's made and um, is this common dwarven food, that kind of thing. She's never tasted anything like it. I was told that dwarves eat rocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you don't, if you leave them long enough, they become like rocks and then they're even more delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we we—I we, have a whole stash of these in my bag um, and they are very delicious. We, we made them when we were planning for our secret, secret mission to the Moors from the Ravens. You see, my friend Fran here has just become a Raven and I've got a Raven badge on too because I was given by my, we my our friend. We should
2: probably move in case forward. those ogres come back.
1: Look, we're going oh, to. Oh, yes, it's a it's very a lot of story a very and I'll minimal. tell you on the way
2: we would like to move our camp anyway. And maybe it would, it would once we do that, it would do us all good to have uh, a good long rest. I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling great.
0: How about you <laughs> give me a persuasion role front because she's as much as she's enjoying this company and is feeling good. She's cautious. Take advantage on this one too, actually, because
1: of all the hospitality you've shown it.
2: Persu- persuasion is not a strong suit. Okay. So I'm going to, I,
1: I pull front aside and say, I think we should let her go. Um, she's got an owlbear, uh, which, is, which is pretty cool. But also, I think we should follow her, you know, because okay. she yeah. seems like she's not very good at the thing she says she's very good at, which is fighting. So I'm very good at fighting. And she seems she seems young and frail. I don't know much about humans, but I know they are frail those ogres at might the, come at back very,
2: at the very least it might be a good idea for us to do that but um, anyway with well, the persuasion roll was nine um
0: so she uh, she nods along and um, she she looks like she's just going along with the, um this this plan of yours she, are you putting out the fire as you go that would be mm-hmm. that would yep. be the right thing she kind of participates in the breaking camp activities the owl bear just watches guardedly if any of you step too close, you can hear this growl coming out from its from its belly, and uh, yeah, when it's time to to get moving, she just hops on the back of the Albion, and um, it, walking on all fours, kind of starts walking along with you, with pace. So um, yeah, you set off through the night to to put some distance between you and um, wherever those ogres might have ended up.
2: I I'm, I'm planning on staying staying off the road and taking some measures to um uh, like survival time measures to cover our tracks as we go. Nice.
1: All
0: right. Well, let's do that. Let's have a nice roll. Um Randy, are you offering any assistance there? You could maybe give yeah, an Rand- advantage Ra- to the roll. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, Randy's going ahead and like marking an X on every tree, every like third tree. Um, yeah. so he can keep make sure he knows where he's going.
0: All right. Good. So it's a 15, 15. All right. <laughs> At some point you, um, spot Randy's helpful assistance there. We, we don't need to role play the interaction that unfolds as you <laughs> carefully, carefully get across to him. <laughs> what, what helpfulness looks like. And, um, yeah, you find a nice secluded little spot some distance away. Um, it's kind of got. It's it's basically a good defensible location where um, you feel like you're out of out of view. The winds aren't going to carry your scent towards where those ogres will be able to pick you up by sniffing the air. As long as you don't like a lighter campfire over here, you should be um, pretty hard to track down. And um, as you're kind of starting to um, bed down around here, you um, see the the girl on the albia just starting to move away from you without saying goodbye, without saying anything, the Albia is just carrying her away. Do you do anything to stop her or do you just mm. let her go?
2: I, um, I will say at least take some food. She pauses and well, she
0: makes the Albia pause and then she slides off its back
2: and she walks up to you. You won't be mad. If you, if you want to go, then you get, you, you, go. Here's, um, here's some, some of the dwarven, dwarven flatbreads from my supply. Good luck. 've got I'm sure you've got a, a fierce protector in your out and your owlbear and uh you know if you if you don't want us um, cramping your style then so be
0: it she takes the dwarven flat she looks over at you Randy and makes sure that you're okay with the stove
1: Randy says well, you know we if we, I don't know, I don't mean to cramp your style but she got my cool dance moves <laughs> and 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 does some sort of dwarven throat singing and and, <laughs> and traditional hill dance um just to show what she's been sent out on. Well, give me is... a
0: give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> maybe you can you can win her over, Randy.
1: <laughs> no, he can't. No, the throat
0: singing is uh, <laughs> the throat singing. Uh, the throat singing makes <laughs> a very big impression, even though Fran hastily tells you once again, if you're trying to
1: <laughs> stay
0: <laughs> hidden, <laughs> throat singing that echoes through the hills and valleys. Maybe not the most appropriate thing to do. Um, she. Uh, takes the, the food that you've offered, goes, climbs on board the hour and then slides off its back again and comes back over to your um, front. And she kind of sheepishly holds out a hand and she's got something in her hand. You can tell me what it is, something small that she has pilfered from your person sometime over the, over the course of the evening.
2: How did, you, how did you get that off? It's my holy symbol um, that I always wear around my neck. <laughs> like that's light-handed. I'm good with that kind of thing
1: randy cheeks around his neck (laughs) hey where's my holy symbol hang on wait wait oh never mind it's okay
0: good luck yeah
1: good luck to you too she goes gets goodbye little girl and goes goodbye albear all right goodbye friends new friends i'm sure we'll never see them again
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the night um, finally allows you to to have some kind of rest, some kind of sleep after your your unusual days travel. I think the morning probably comes sooner than you'd like after all of that activity. But you are thankfully unmolested during the night. Um, probably when you when you wake up, there's a, a random a random kitten is um, crawling around the campsite. It's not unusual for you to wake up and find find such a thing. Um, it's, it's, it's never random. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the morning. Is bright and cool, and you continue on your way down towards the southern moor. I think, um, what we'll do is uh, advance through another couple days of travel as you make your way over this ground. It, it gets a bit colder as the um land you do gets it as a montage. Oh, yeah, a nice, a <laughs> nice montage. Do, do you want to contribute to the montage? Or give us a
1: visual or two. I expect there's going to be um. A little bit of sort of struggling through swamp. they will be um, playfully throwing leaves at each other. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe giving Randy, Randy
2: is... a piggyback for a period of time, and then Randy giving Frun a piggyback. <laughs> That's right.
1: And then and then Randy having um, snuck up in the night and um, set a, a range of hilarious booby traps. Um, for fun, just to sort of make the journey a bit more fun, um, swinging branches, um, falling paint cans, um, you know, so, <laughs> an iron falls from a trapdoor, you know, all kinds of hilarious, totally portable original portable hole, portable hole, <laughs> uh, with oh, wow. nails on it, just fun things for. Just fun between friends,
0: (laughs) yeah. Great, like real Butch Cassidy Sundance Kid. Yeah, we make a few fallen leaf
1: angels, yeah.
0: Wonderful. And finally, we are you're reaching the moor itself. You see it, um, you get kind of a high vantage where you can look over the the big landscape. This um, ground um, looks kind of bluish and it ripples with the um, long, heathery, um. Uh, foliage that that grows over at these um, hills that rise and fall lots of um, lots of wilderness, not much settlement and there most of this journey you haven't you haven 't seen much more than the occasional uh, kind of two two building village um, it's really pretty pretty minimal settlement um, as you are up on this this high point though you can see down at the bottom of this hill. There is a small community. Um, this has homes, maybe like forty or fifty little buildings down there. There's uh smoke coming up from fireplaces, and there is a little square tower, a square stone tower at the highest point on this um the little community's hillock. That's kind of the obvious place to head to. I I think um Fran, when you think back to the uh big map that you saw when you went into the room to get your assignment even though it was laid out pointing you towards the other side of the mountains there was enough detail um enough section of it for you to have a peer down to see what was down in the southern moor area and so you you know that this is um the the holding of lord fitch Lord Fitch kind of runs these lands in this territory down here. There's not, there's not many lords and powers down here. There's a lot of kind of unclaimed or unoccupied land. Uh, unfortunately, you don't know anything at all about Lord Fitch um, or this community apart from that name. So um, looking down at it, like, what
1: do you do?
2: Well, I guess we're... Um...
1: Race to the bottom and Randy just runs.
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs>
2: Ugh, all right. Um, <laughs> follow not well, quite at a at the same pace as randy <laughs>
1: Randy sort of randy once he's got up to pace he, he he puts his head down between his knees and just rolls forward rolls all the way down
2: towards the bottom of the uh, like a like a pangolin
1: <laughs> just like a pangolin
2: <laughs> wonderful
0: Call cool. so ominous <laughs> you make a dramatic entrance to the to the um, edge of the village it sounds <laughs> like um, some children who are playing on the sides they see you coming and um, I think they they're running alongside you. Kind of pushing you as you start to slow down to give you more momentum.
1: <laughs> All plate
0: mail, just like an arm You take out one alone. of the yep. full on, and he goes <laughs> flying into the into the bracken. Laughing, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's amazing to see. Um, you are feeling maybe a little bit dizzy when you come to a stop in the in the um, edge of the village, and people are emerging from um, where, wherever they were in their in their homes, and they come out to see you front. you're maybe a little bit further behind. I'm assuming you weren't uh, taking such a swift method of no, arrival. no,
2: no, not, <laughs> not, 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 rolling more sort of going. Has anyone seen my dwarf? Um.
0: <laughs> um, the, the villagers are um, kind of quite welcoming. They're coming over to you that um, kids are excited by your arrival. They're instantly fond of you. Um, some of the adults come over and, and help you regain your, uh, your feet and brush you off and, they're um yeah just just making sure you're okay and um one of them's like do do you need some ale Uh, welcome welcome to the village traveler and uh they they go to fix you up with that kind of thing and then you suddenly hear this ripple randy a ripple through the crowd as their eyes see fran approaching they all look and um as they're looking at fran's kind of silhouette getting closer and closer um one of the the men taps the shoulder of a of his younger brother, obviously, says, go and tell the Lord, go. And the other man turns and sprints off towards the tower. What, if anything, do you do as ale is brought towards you in a big tankard?
1: Randy drinks the ale, n- knocks it back, and says, ah, they've gone to get the Lord. Clearly, we want, we're want going to have a fun drinking partner tonight. <laughs> Unless he's a stiff, in which case, more for me.
0: Front, by the time you are there, Randy has been supplied with Um, drink and there is in fact um, another man an older man holding a big tray with drink and um, bread and meat for for you as well and as you approach he like holds it out to to show welcome and show that you will be well cared for and well looked after here he's smiling and nodding he looks very happy Um, and you see over his shoulder this other figure coming towards you from the tower he's uh, he 's a man wearing kind of black um, it 's the kind of ceremonial armor that petty lords wear wouldn 't be much good in, in an actual fight, but it sort of yep. looks a bit impressive um, kind of a fur lined collar um, a bit of a bit of a half cloak he 's kind of unshaven big man fills up fills up his uniform, you might say, and he comes over to you and looks you up and down says, "Welcome, Ranger of the Raven
1: hello." he knows you front it's not my name Randy no front is front is your name yeah that's what you told me I've been calling Mm. you front all this time you're telling me that is not your name do you hear my people do
0: you hear the Rangers have finally come back to finish the work that they left undone all those years ago yeah remind me what
2: it is that we've left undone
0: all of the people all kind of look excited and then the Lord says that's right the rangers of the raven are here and they're finally going to slay that dragon
1: dragon yes
0: and i think with that we're gonna end our session and um <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave frozen <laughs> on friends. um pleasant yeah. facial expression i <laughs> wish you could
1: have seen that with face her. it was
2: it was <laughs> a Should beautiful face slay that what now (laughs) (laughs)
0: wonderful all right that's where we're going to leave it so i have been morgan davey and i am here with stephen youngblood oh yes yes Yes, say something (laughs)
1: stephen youngblood thank you Uh,
0: we're gonna get this figured out sometime and jared baker (laughs) good night all right good stuff everybody good night wisconsin next week goodbye wisconsin This has been Diceratops Presents Born to Frun, part three. This format we're trying is heavily improvised. I think it's going pretty well. It's our first online game. I've learned a lot so far about how to play over video call, and uh, i think you can look forward to more diceratops games featuring more of our friends soon we love your feedback your ratings your reviews follow us on all the social medias at diceratopsnz sign up for our email newsletter at diceratopsnz i haven't sent one of those in quite a long time but i will soon i promise i am morgan davey we are diceratops we love games and our shows are for everyone